can you can you hit me over there? Yes, sir. And welcome to another episode of Steph's Status Update. And I'm joined today by Jared Smolek. Um, and we are here again to talk about movies. Jared, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Excellent, excellent. Whereabouts in, in the world are you right now? I'm in Chicago. Snowy Chicago right now. Snowy Chicago. Snow. I was just saying um, before we started the episode to Jared that we had a, a um, storm over here in the UK. Storm Eunice, we called it. So, um, yeah, just telling him all about the crap that's been blowing around and the craziness. But um, we can't beat snow. We haven't had snow over here for, I think, about a year or two. Yeah. You're not missing much. No? <laughs> no, depends on how much you have to be outside or things like that. But yeah, you know, Chicago is usually the windy city. But I think uh, the story you were telling me tops any of the stuff we've had here. Yeah, I mean, we we get bad weather, but we don't get like seriously bad. We get floods usually, but where I'm where I'm situated, we don't really get a lot of the the brunt, the bad parts of mm-hmm. the weather. It's usually up the nor- northern parts of the UK, like Scotland mm-hmm. and places like that. But mm-hmm. we're kind of down in the south, so we don't get hit that often. And when we do, it's never that bad. But there have been, in the last year and a half, there have been floodings, there's been storms, there's been power cuts because of bad weather. And it's people are still struggling. Like, there'll be a storm, you'll have a power cut, you'll have issues and then there'll be another storm like in about two weeks after that and then it just cascades onto each other yeah so people are struggling even like months and months down the line but yeah, we're yeah. getting back to it hopefully yeah hopefully so i'm i'm no alien invasions yet <laughs> speaking of alien invasions that's a <laughs> <for> <laughs> conversation for a little bit later we're gonna definitely yeah. gonna have one of those because one of our films kind of alludes to that but yeah um no alien invasions yet um, but I'm hoping that if there is one, for, for real, for real, they're nice aliens and they're not bad ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do, Jared. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm now in not as, uh, as sexy of a business, but I was in the, I'm a consultant now, but for a while I worked in the film industry. I was a, <clears throat> I helped run the finances for some post-production houses. Okay. And uh, we do a lot of television and kind of smaller um, independent movies type of thing like that. And then I would also work on the lending side. uh, So kind of the executive producer side of things with a lot of independent films. Okay. And there was a couple, I don't think we're going to talk about any of the movies uh, that I worked on. Uh, I would say the most popular ones, the ones that helped finance this movie called Honest Thief with uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did that and I did do a lot of voiceover work while I was at the studios. Okay. Uh, because there'd be times where basically uh, they were just like, oh, you know, the audio was not good on this. We need something. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll volunteer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm there anyway. I'll do it. I'll tell one quick uh, story about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so I don't know if you saw the new Kickboxer remake. Um, uh, the one. Jean-Claude Van Damme one that was maybe like four or five years ago uh it was on Netflix for a while but I think I might have actually I think I may have seen he was the instructor instead of the main guy he was kind of the instructor anyway uh, it's uh Batista's in it uh he's the main bad guy oh yeah 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 yes I've seen yeah I've seen that one okay so in the opening scene of that movie uh Batista kills the main character's brother Mm mm-hmm 
And the guy, the actor that played that part, uh, the guy that died, actually died in real life oh. a couple months after filming it. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of, nice. I think, some heart condition or something. He was a younger guy. Wow. But they needed to re-record a lot of the efforts, uh, basically the sounds while they were making the fight scenes. Yeah. Uh, but that guy had passed away, so they couldn't use his voice. So I went in there and basically made the little grunts and stuff as he was fighting Batista in the beginning of this movie. So... <laughs> Okay, so that's uh, you. What's crazy is that uh, there's a scene where Batista's like holding him in chokehold and then kind of breaks his neck and mm -hmm. he lets out this breath. And the breath that you hear in the movie is my breath, not the original actor's breath. So this guy's <laughs> last what? breath on screen ever was actually my no. breath. Uh, so it was kind of a weird. It, that's uh, yeah, that, yeah. On one hand, you're you've got a sort of a movie credit. On the other hand, the circumstances behind that it's it's very sad. It was very surreal. It was very weird feeling doing yeah. it. They needed somebody to do it for the audio effect, but like it was a weird uh, feeling. But anyways, it's kind of a wild story and a lot of things you don't think about for somebody that maybe hasn't uh, been in the movie industry and things like that. Just yeah. the little extra noises and things like that you wouldn't normally think about. Okay, and and with that story, I think we're gonna we're gonna move on smoothly to your first movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, the Mummy, correct. Mm -hmm. that is great uh so you want to know the story behind why i yes, picked yeah. the mummy things like that yeah for sure okay so the mummy came out at a time uh where and a few of these movies are like that actually to be fair uh <laughs> it came out at a time where you could watch a movie and enjoy a movie but everything seems awesome mm -hmm. also like you're i was i don't know eight or nine when this movie came out yeah and when you're at that age everything uh, that especially that has action and maybe some humor is like the best movie you've ever seen. <laughs> and now I've come back and watched this movie in the you know recently, and I still I think it still holds up. Yep. Because uh, I think the the way they handle the execution, everything was was well done. But I've gone back and watched other movies. That's not the case. You know, not as good mm -hmm. things like that. But this yeah. one I enjoyed. I loved Brendan Fraser at the time because he had this movie. He had uh, George of the Jungle that I loved a lot. And I think those were ones that I had on VHS that I would that I would you know play a lot of times as I was younger. Yeah. And so, part of this also is uh, I have a podcast, Chub Step, and I picked an actor to review all of his movies, basically from everything, every single thing on his IMDb. I did TV shows and movies. Okay. And Brendan Fraser was the first one I picked because I kind of just had this, you know, this childhood fondness of brendan and so i thought this one kind of made sense because this is probably his most famous movie one of his best movies and i enjoyed it a lot this is kind of you know what started my inspiration for the movie reviews on chub step yeah. and yeah just i thought you know enjoyable okay. movie okay um i know we talked about scenes and which scenes in particular mm -hmm. that stuck out for you and i've i've, I've managed to rummage around youtube and find the audio for the scene that we were talking about. And that is the okay. one where we see the mummy, but eventually Brendan Fraser, I think one of the characters, or there's a cat in the room. <laughs> and it's, mm -hmm. it's, yes. It scares, cause obviously, um, I don't know, well, not obviously, but not a lot of people, not a lot of people would know, but Pharaohs, or not Pharaohs, but um, I'm, I'm saying this completely wrong, but cats were feared. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure by who, but cats, yeah. cats were feared. <laughs> 
by certain Egyptians. And don't ask me because mm. my, my girlfriend would know all about this. She'd be like, shut up, you're talking rubbish. You don't even know what you're talking about. Yes, people are afraid <laughs> of cats, but it was it was these people. And I'd be like, yeah, right, yeah, cool. yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm just waffling right now, but mm. I'm going to play the scene and um, you go have a listen. We are in serious trouble. I got it completely wrong. The cat was on the piano. <laughs> the, cat, the, cat, the cat walks on the piano and you hear the keys and then it scares Imhotep. But um, I, I, I do, I watched that film um, as well when I was younger too. And I agree. A lot of it does still, it's quite, it's fun. It's enjoyable. Brendan Fraser was probably at his peak at the time. He was making all these movies that were just, just pretty much like just, a boy's dream of having fun and being a bit of a hero and mm-hmm. it, they did stick this one in particular i think out of the mummy series was probably the best for me i don't know about you but it's probably for me it's probably one of the better ones mm-hmm. for sure. well, definitely not the third one no uh, oh no was, way that was terrible yeah. <laughs> and then the uh the tom cruise you know tried to remake oh, that uh, let's not that let's not even bomb. let's not even please yeah. don't please yeah. don't no. yeah i like the the mummy returns just as much yeah, I thought that was uh, good too. To me. Yeah. But I, I think still think this one, the first one yeah. was. I would agree. I would agree. And uh yeah, no, it's just it, what it does as well is it doesn't take itself too seriously. No. It's got a good enough storyline, it's got some action, it's got some good looking people, uh, both Rachel and Brendan. And mm. uh it's yeah. I think it's kinda got everything you you were look kinda, you know, it hits all the points of yeah. the movie that you're looking for. It's the right length, it does yeah. I think it does I think it was just perfectly executed. Yeah, and the special effects of the time were pretty good too. Yes, where you miss the special effects is in the second movie yeah. when they had uh, The Rock uh, <laughs> as uh, the Scorpion King, then known to be one of the worst special effects that think, was... of all time when people are talking oh, about like, so one bad. of the worst. <laughs> and now you said it, I remember, I'm remembering it and I'm thinking yeah, that was pretty, yeah. that was crap. Yeah, um, it's really, really bad. Is it, at, really is it bad. at the end of the movie, isn't it, when he, where he's actually the Scorpion? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he has like the scorpion legs, but it's his body, oh, and they did not. The technology had not caught up, but they were still doing it either way. <laughs> they just thought, yeah. "Hell with it. We need this in the movie. Let's <laughs> just do it anyway." Yeah, but, no. I, I I will say so. I I watched every Brendan Fraser movie or TV show he's ever been in. Some of them had just passed. You know, he's yeah. in the background of some scene, and it showed. Yeah. The worst one I ever saw was a movie called Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mist. It was kind of a cartoonish oh. movie. Some people ask me what the worst one I ever saw was. That was the worst one I've ever seen. I think I might have either seen that or seen clips of that. Yeah, it's, it's and it, it didn't look it didn't look good. At all. It's another one of those things where I think this you know they tried to make this kind of computer generated movie. Yeah, and the, just the technology wasn't yeah. there yet. But the good thing about making um, certain movies now, if they were to try again, I'll get, like they would they would look better. I'm not sure if they would be better. Mm-hmm. But they'd definitely be able to pull off the special effects for sure. 
Yes, yes. No, I agree. Sometimes now they'll use uh, you know computer graphics as a as a clutch yeah, for yeah. something. Maybe compensate for something else. You've just got all these special effects and things going on, but doesn't make it better. No, well, agreed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in with my choice, and that is Independence Day. I saw this many many years ago, back when I think it was near enough the start of when Will Smith was becoming an action hero. He'd done a, he'd done a few movies prior to this, but this was one of the big ones where you were like, you heard about it. And the good thing about this movie being made back then was we didn't have Instagram and Facebook and all those things because a lot of actors now, they're promoting their gigs online way before the movie comes out. Whereas back then we didn't have any of that. So it was like, you, you knew that something was happening because it might've been reported in some newspaper or um, somewhere, or there'd been like rumors that Will Smith's gonna be in a movie about aliens, but you didn't have all the facts. You didn't have all the information. You didn't have loads of, you just had the trailer and then it would be trailer, movie, not trailer, Will Smith waffling, waffling, talking about it. And then you just, you're not impressed anymore because like, I've heard so much about this film. I don't care anymore. It was, it was like a present almost. You'd, you'd go and watch this movie and you'd be just shocked and amazed at how good this thing was. Now of the time, as we said before with the, um, the Mummy movies, the special effects of the time when this movie was made were good for that time but when you watch this movie again which i have in the last couple of weeks special effects look kind of ter- <laughs> kind of <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah they're not that great they are not that great but performance performance wise will smith again enjoyable in it i liked him in it jeff goldblum was really good in this mm-hmm. um i don't know the guy that plays his dad but i, I liked him up until the Midway through the second movie, he just started to get my nerves after that. But mm-hmm. all the way through the first one, I liked him. And then you had, um, I forgot the guy's name, he played the president. Bill Pullman, is it? No. Yeah, Bill Pullman is, yeah. uh, that's the president's name. Yeah, I, I liked I liked his character. I liked him playing yeah. that character. And even the guy that was um, the doctor at Area 51 with the long hair, Brett Spiner, mm-hmm. I think his name. Yeah, he was cool too. Yeah. But there was, yeah. there, was some, there was some really good performances. For a movie that was good then, but then you kind of watch it again and you're like, mm, it's okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, I've seen, I've been spoiled all these years afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, I've got all these special effects and I'm like, that looks terrible. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like the difference between having a really old Sega um, game system mm-hmm. and then having mm-hmm. a PS5 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's bonkers how much we've kind of progressed since. So one of my favorite scenes in this was, and the, the one that got me, and this is, I'm talking about the very first time I saw it. Bear in mind, I was in my teens, by the way. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this scene, I got really excited. And when I watched this scene again, I was like, shut up, you can't do that. That's ridiculous. But, <laughs> but it was just Will Smith being Will Smith. I'll play it for you now. There you go. All right.
the earth. Now, they want us to believe that he punched and knocked out an alien and kept this alien knocked out for a very long... He dragged this alien yes. through, <laughs> through the... And the alien was in armour as well. There was armour yeah. around this, this alien. It's just... Yeah. When you when you think when you really kind of clock it and you think to yourself like you're older now and you can reason better, like, this is stupid. But mm-hmm. when I was in my teens, I was like, oh my god, he punched nearly and knocked it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh no, I was just I've got a lot of thoughts on this movie as well. I mean, I, I uh, but I you can finish up here. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was okay. I was more than done. Yeah. Okay. So a couple things with this. Um, so I talked about on my podcast, Brendan Fraser, I did all of his movies. The second guy I did was, was mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And I did all of his movies and he's still coming out with stuff. So there's actually still stuff I'm updating as he's, he's coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, I've been having this issue with my, uh, I'm getting married in a few months yep. and I really want somebody to do the independence, the speech that Bill Pullman does uh, at the end. <laughs> at okay. the wedding, I want somebody to do the Independence Day speech, but my fiance is not having it. No. She just doesn't have the same affinity for, you know, Independence Day that I do. But, uh, uh, I don't... I'm hoping somebody might sneak it in. In, in. in a way, I don't blame her. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> weddings or me. Uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, I would, I, it's always what I, I was at a I played volleyball in college and we had a award banquet at one point and somebody stood up and they thought it was going to be about the season or something like that. Somebody just stood up and did the Independence Day speech. No way. This it, was, <laughs> it was just dying. It was so good. Uh, I like that. And, and it does have a lot of good parts to this. Yeah. Goldblum's character is good. And like you said, the dad is kind of this good skeptic. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, kind of like the, you know, everything. He's just the classic, I, you know, I don't want to go here. Why are we doing this? You know, but everybody else is pushing him. You got to get stuck in these bad situations. Mm. There was one trip that I did to uh, Connecticut. I've got relatives out there. Mm. And on the plane ride there, the dad uh, was sitting a couple rows in front of me. The, Jeff Goldblum's dad oh, in that movie. Okay. And then when we when I got to Connecticut, I was sitting at a, uh, I was there for a high school graduation. And I was sitting two rows behind Harry Connick Jr. No who way. Is, uh, the guy that dies. You know, <laughs> what a day. So <laughs> I had a random Independence Day weekend uh, one time uh, uh, on a small trip. So that's my random connection to that movie. But I, again, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was younger, enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I remember not knowing what a stripper was when that's what his wife did. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what that well, occupation exo- was. Exotic yeah. dancer, as she corrected exotic us in the movie. Dancer, yes, yes. Yes. We can't we can't exactly. say stripper. We can't say stripper. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> but I yeah, I mean that was um I forgot her name now, but she was she ended up in the second movie too. Yeah, um, Vivica Fox. Vivica that's it. Why why would yeah. I forget why would I forget her? <laughs> she yeah, she ended up in the second movie um yeah. but unfortunately didn't make it till the end credits. No. Um, no. I did. She, she was quite. She was quite resilient. She was resourceful and resilient in the first one, though. Driving yes. everybody around, saved the first lady almost. Um, yeah. <laughs> got everybody back to Area Fifty One. That was, you know, she she was she was killing it in Number One. Yeah. She yes. she became a doctor. She was a doctor That's in right. that, and then she fell <laughs> into a crumbling building because, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was her yeah, end. Yeah. I was. A bit, I felt a bit sorry for her because she. She'd gone through all of that. She'd had that massive life change. She'd she'd upgraded yes. herself, and then they just kill her off really easily. Yes, yeah. I thought, I thought it was a bit of a slap in her face. 
Yeah, and, and the second one in general, I mean, I you know, Will Smith wasn't even in it, no. which is it's no. tough to remake it without the main character mm-hmm. uh, being in it. They had, the guy that played his son did a nice job, but it's not really the exact same when you when you don't have the main guy. No, but yeah. did you did you know that? Um, and I read this the other day. They were going to make um, Independence Day two with Will Smith, but he had a scheduling conflict apparently, and he couldn't do it. Or he put is either he couldn't do it or he pulled out, and they'd already written a lot of it with mm. his character in it, which is partly why some people said it kind of felt a bit disjointed. Yeah, because they had to rewrite this thing really quickly. Yeah. They had a dead yeah, they had a deadline, and it just came out a little bit like that. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, <laughs> situation when your main character backs out, and you yeah, well, this is the movie based on the main character. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. No. 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 <laughs> but there were parts of it that were okay. But overall, as a movie, something that you want to watch over and over again, nah. Special effects were much better, though, in, mm-hmm. the, in the second one, yes. easily. Yeah, but they can't save it. They can't save it again. It's, you know, it's, nah. People like the storyline and stuff better, so that's why you yeah, know, yeah. Even the special effects might not be good the first one, but I'd rather rewatch that. This is true. true. All right, I'm taking up too much of the time of the episode with my stuff. Back to you, your second movie, please. My second movie is just Plain Strange Automobiles? Yep. Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, Plane Strains Automobiles. This is a uh, John Candy and Steve Martin classic mm-hmm. movie. Uh, it's one of the uh, very few Thanksgiving movies, which I know is not a you know holiday you necessarily celebrate. So it's not as uh, well. We know about it. <laughs> yeah, but you know about it. <laughs> no, there's there's a million Christmas movies. Yeah, and other than this and Paul Blart and All Cop. Uh, there's really no Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving movies out there. Uh, I, I think this is peak John Candy. I think John Candy is amazing. I think obviously, you know, gone too soon type of yeah, guy. Like yeah. what if a lot of other good movies he would have made. Um, and just his rapport with Steve Martin, these guys that kind of just get stuck with each other is, I think it's just kind of the perfect match. I think the writing's really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, yeah, it's one of those ones that holds up uh, really well. The reason I chose it is because my family used to do a lot of road trips uh, yeah. growing up, and we would always have like maybe a DVD player or a VHS player prior to that in the car, like strapped between some seats, <laughs> uh, you know, clunky TV or whatever we had. And this was always on the rotation of, of movies we were watching, and it, it felt close to home because I'm from the Chicago area, and where Steve Martin's trying to end up is uh, okay. yeah. is in the Chicago area as well. Um, so I, th- you know, kind of connected in a few ways, and I just really, really enjoyed this movie. So I, I've again, I've got a clip for us um, to play, but I have watched this movie, I think, twice, two or three times in my lifetime, and I am a fan of two of John Candy. I, I think my favorite performance from him was definitely Uncle Buck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, love. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. I loved yeah. him in Uncle Buck. He was. It was just John Candy at his at his absolute. I mean, he had mm. he had kids to contend with. He had um, you know family life. He was trying to do things right by the. I think it was his nephew and niece that he was looking after at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a bit of a loser. Um, he had a girlfriend, and things weren't going too well with the girlfriend as well. And it was just a bit of a a perfect storm of how can this guy go from this point and mature 
and become mm. a better man by the end of the movie. And I, he, I think he did that really, really well. But yeah. he was also extremely funny in that movie too, where yeah. one of the scenes that stands out for me in that was when the, the daughter, the niece's boyfriend at the time, tried to kind of feel her up in the car and then John Candy just appears out of nowhere with a golf club <laughs> and, and golf balls, golf balls. Yes. And then the boy's running away and then he just, he gets the goal and he hits like a golf ball and hits him in his head with one, yeah, one shot. Yeah. And I just yeah. love, yeah, I love the, the soundtrack <laughs> for that movie. I love the com- comedy in that movie, the comedic yeah. elements. It was just, it was just a really, really good film. Yeah. But it's yeah. one of the was- ones that I definitely, yeah, I remember him for. It was a toss up for me between those two. Yeah. And, uh, I just did it just for the road trip aspect of it as they're traveling to just kind of, for me, is a bigger connection to my kind yeah. of childhood road trips. But uh, no, both those amazing, amazing movies. Yeah. Right, I'm going to slot in this clip for us. Perfect. And there you go. Hey, what's going on? Some Joker wants to race. Don't race. That's ridiculous. All right, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Put your window down. You want something. Probably drunk. You're going the wrong way! What? You're going the wrong way! He says we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? Yeah, how would he know? Thank you. Thanks a lot. Terrific. Thank you. (laughs) What a moron. So <laughs> they're, you know, obviously with the video, they're, yeah, they're literally going in the wrong, the opposite side of traffic. So yeah. they're, the cars are coming at them. They're on the wrong side of the highway. But and then I think if I remember right, they show, they turn to like skeletons, right? As going yes. Semi trucks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, it's a, it's a really long highway with, at the yeah. time when they're driving on it, there's no cars coming in their direction. Yeah. But yeah. just by chance, these two yeah. semis just appear out of nowhere and they drive through the middle. But yeah, you're right. They um they as they're driving through the middle and they're getting caught, sort of kind of crushed, they turn into skeletons for about a few seconds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's one of those things like it's you don't expect it. When you watch that film, especially the f- first watch, you wouldn't expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think they they got the comedy spot on with that movie in particular yeah. and the, the general kind of how these guys got from point A to point B without killing each other for starters because they, they start out not really liking each other don't they it's mm-hmm. a bit of yeah. a bit of an odd yeah first. it's a bit of an yeah. odd pairing and then yeah. and then uh, they have to do this massive long journey and personally I would have walked away a long time ago but yeah <laughs> Steve, Steve Martin managed to suck it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah they were it, it's one of those movies where everything that can go wrong does mm-hmm. and they yeah they kind of they don't want to be around each other or i guess steve martin doesn't want to be around john candy but yeah. 
they kind of are he's kind of forced to because he's his only means to get back to his family for thanksgiving and for this holiday and the most ridiculous job in the world is john candy in this movie if there was just a list of ridiculous (laughs) jobs for you know (laughs) characters he sells shower ring the holder sort of the the rings for uh, for a (laughs) shower door (laughs) uh shower curtains and it just the the, funny scene also that is what he's trying to they're trying to get extra money and he's not going to different hotels trying to sell them he's like selling them to girls as earrings or different uses for what you could use a shower curtain ring for uh just ridiculous stuff um yes and then also another scene that stood out to me was uh when c martin at closer to the beginning when he doesn't get his uh his rental car and he goes out there and has he has to do this crazy trip out to his rental car and it's not there and he goes through the snow and all this stuff and he's miserable mm-hmm. and he goes back and he just starts uh swearing he says i think he says the f word <laughs> maybe 20 times in a row to the girl behind the uh the counter at the rental office and then oh god yeah there, there's a lot of good scenes in that movie but um yeah, it is cute and stuff, and it has a you know a nice ending, and it is sweet. But they yeah, they definitely hate each other at the beginning. Oh yeah, a lot of movies since and some prior, there, it's always that conflict between either a couple of characters or a set of characters, and it's the journey as to whether or not they're gonna reconcile their differences. And usually, I mean, back in the day, most films they would reconcile the differences, but nowadays, the newer films that come been coming out in the last ten years or so, less of that. It's more yeah. the endings aren't happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're okay with we're okay with endings not being happy around here. Thank you very much. But um, yeah. yeah, it's good sometimes to have a film and it just ends nicely. I watched one the other day. I can't remember what yeah. it was, but I know I watched a movie and I was like, oh, that ended quite nicely. That was alright. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit happy now. Happier now for watching yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a fine line between like predictability versus yeah. getting the ending that you want. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want it too predictable, but also. You don't want it always to be sad or something like that. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. True. I'm going to slide over to my second Perfect. choice and our fourth movie, which mm-hmm. is um, Black Knight, starring mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. And this film isn't particularly, it's not one of my favorite Martin Lawrence films, but it was, to me, it was pretty enjoyable. The idea of this guy going back in time and somehow the place he's basically hits his head falls in a moat which is a fake moat at a a, um, theme park where he's working somehow manages to travel back in time to a different country (laughs) so not just back in time to a different different (laughs) geographical location (laughs) (laughs) you know and um he's having all these weird experiences and kind of adventures um in medieval times in the uk instead of medieval times in the us of a which would be yeah. a bit more accurate but hey who are we yeah. to who are we to tell these filmmakers what they should and shouldn't do eh? Yeah. um but yeah i i, I particularly like the there's one scene that stood out there's quite a few scenes that kind of poke out at you but one of the ones was and it's not a very long scene actually i've got it as well it's where he thinks that he's created fire and everyone's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we, we, we've got fire already, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so stupid. Yeah. But he tries to make um, the king's, like, medieval palace or castle a bit more hip and groovy. So there's a scene yeah. where he teaches, he makes the band play a song 
And then it's kind of reminiscent of a Shrek kind of moment as well. Yes. In that I think they I think Shrek yeah. might have got some of their ideas from this movie. I wanna say that. I hope it's true. <laughs> it sounds right. It sounds right. Uh, but um yeah. but I found Martin Lawrence's before and then they do they do allude to the fact that, you know, um it's this black guy in this completely white kind of um, mm-hmm. Atmosphere or kind of circumstance, and they do call him. I think he got to, gets called more a couple more M O O R a couple of yeah. times, and then he keeps saying, "I don't really like this. Word. <laughs> I don't really like this yeah. word you keep using around." Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm surprised that he didn't get beheaded the first as soon as he got back to the to the castle when he first went back in time. But he managed to make it to the credits. But yeah, I, I I think the clip I'm going to play right now is, yeah, it's definitely the one where yeah, they're about to kill him. Yeah, they're about okay. to execute him. See, I yeah. was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a great sorcerer. Oh, uh, uh, do not anger me. For with these hands, I make... Fire! <laughs> we have fire. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he thinks that, he seems to think that they're, I mean, come on, it's medieval England. It's not the Stone Age, but yeah. I guess he got that one completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, well, it's kind of why the movie works is because he's not the brightest guy. No. Right? It's not no. like they said, you know, somebody super smart back in time. He's like this kind of dumb guy that d- didn't have a ton going for him. And he goes back in time and he's almost fits in almost better because he has more purpose. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, in, a, in a faraway time. And that scene ends up saving him because they think he is a sorcerer because the, uh, the fire arrow just randomly comes in when he needs... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight <laughs> after that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Because he, you're yeah. right. He does. He starts because he's um he's his boss keeps telling him to have more ambition and he needs to do things and he's a little bit lazy and he just can't be asked and then he gets thrust back into this situation in back in time and yeah it does. I've now remembering it. He does kind of find like you said some purpose to life and I think when he goes back to when he finally gets back where he needs to be or his his own time. He then becomes like a manager or something mm-hmm. at this thing. Yeah. And then yeah. runs into the girl that was in anyway. She's apparently reincarnated as somebody else now. And he ends yeah. up, yeah, chatting her up and then they <laughs> yeah. walk away. <laughs> yeah, like, how it works doesn't necessarily Yeah, because I've been trying to explain it and we sound stupid explaining yeah. this for I sound yeah. stupid explaining this thing. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna i I'm gonna step away from Black Knight and I'm gonna leave it to you. Yeah. Your last movie, your third one. Well, I just want to say real quick, Black yeah, Knight, yeah. I really enjoyed, I actually enjoyed this movie quite a bit just because I think it is so ridiculous. It ends with a cliffhanger that they might have made a sequel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, because he wakes up, he hits his head again and he wakes up in like the Coliseum in Rome. Uh, <laughs> and then the movie ends. Uh, but I did, yeah, I tried tweeting at him. Are they going to make? Uh, no way. You know, he didn't know. Uh, he didn't know. Right. No response there. I was. <laughs> It would have been rough, but <laughs> I think, I think yeah. they realized it wasn't. A, I mean, the, the amount of money it would take to recreate 
That's yes. yeah, it's not now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> gladiator no. type budget for Martin Lawrence remake. Uh, maybe not, maybe no. not in the cards. That's not Boba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I forgot about that. You know, I was trying to, I was thinking, I don't want to wear Black Knight anymore. And then, then I realized, as you were saying, I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. But um, I'm looking, I'm looking at our list and yeah. I'm set, I'm, I'm moving on to your last movie because when yeah. I got this scene for you, it actually reminded me of how brutal this film was. And I felt a little bit weird after listening to it. And hopefully it doesn't kind of. <laughs> kind of shock people when they hit, listen to this scene that I've got and you, you're going to explain it to us for, or yeah, for yeah. us but um, it's really if you've ever seen Bone Tomahawk if you've not seen Bone Tomahawk watch it at your own peril because mm. it's pretty pretty gruesome that's all I can say yeah <laughs> it's a perfect description go ahead so it's all on you yeah okay so here we go uh, Bone Tomahawk uh what I really enjoy, it's a Western movie. It's basically the hills have eyes meets a Western movie. Yeah. Like I kind of describe it. It's it's these, uh, it's this Native American group that's kind of, even the other Native Americans don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with them. They're kind of the outcasts or the, I don't know how to describe them other than they're just not even human, almost. To mm-hmm. a certain, you know, the edge of humanity, almost alien-like, monster-like. Uh, and it takes place, yeah. Kurt Russell is a sheriff he's really good in this and then yeah. the, my favorite character is actually his deputy really who's yeah i think he's he's just a funny character because he's kind of one of these he's an old guy that maybe didn't have a lot going for i don't know he's yeah didn't have a lot going for him old he's older than kurt russell he's kind of retirement age but yeah. he's the deputy that kind of gets caught up in this thing and he's not very bright um it, it's a weird scenario to have him in this, to have him involved in this kind of rescue mission that these guys have to do in this movie. Uh, that's kind of how it starts off. These guys have to rescue this girl mm-hmm. uh, that got stolen from the town and she's captured by these Native Americans that are not uh, friendly yeah. and very scary. They let's, let's call them what they are. They are brutal. <laughs> yeah. 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 They don't muck around. They, no, they don't muck around. They don't talk. They have Oh yeah. Sort of, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, there's some more sort of noise that they make, uh, and it's not—it's not you know—it's not any language. Mm-hmm. So they like they have some sort of voice box type thing that just makes these kind of crazy noises. Uh, I am a sucker for a Western movie, which is kind of I like that era and yeah. that sort of thing. And then this kind of has a little bit of comedy, and then also this kind of thrill horror factor. I think mm-hmm. it has a lot of things in it that are kind of—it uh, appeals to a lot of different audiences. But you have to have. A strong stomach play. Oh, it's man. it's not. Uh, there's some scenes in this which are pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they, and they save the best till almost the end as well. The best of their mm-hmm. brutal stuff that they did. Yes, and gruesome stuff that they did. It was towards the end of it because when you're watching it, you understand that it's a western. You appreciate that it's a western. You're invested in it because it's a western. And then somewhere along the line, it kind of veers off somewhere else. <laughs> and you're not, you're not sure yeah. what the hell is going on, but it's just so engaging. You, you just stay with it. I watched this with my partner um, and she was not impressed. Like she was, she was okay with it up to a point. And then after yeah, that point, yeah. she was like, you made me watch. Oh my, I can't believe yeah. you made me sit for years. And I, I could only apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Had you seen it prior to that? No, no, we both, oh, we, both was, yeah, time. both okay. the first, yeah, first time. Then. Yeah. So what was I supposed to do? 
Yeah. No, yeah, you don't know. How would you have known? No, I, I, it, it is one of the scenes where you had to warn. Yeah. If you had you known, you warn the person. Yeah, you would. Say, hey, this has got some things. But uh, without it, it really, it doesn't build. You're not expecting it. It's not like a lot of horror movies are just gruesome the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Or like you're saying, this this builds up. It's a lot of normal Western type things throughout the movie. And then at the end, it really builds up and gets mm-hmm. worse and worse. Uh, but it's, you know, and then it leaves some images. This one is definitely, the clip you're about to play is definitely more of a visual thing. I actually don't remember the audio because I'm just so focused oh, on the visual of this scene, right? Okay. Uh, but it's going to be interesting hearing the audio from this because uh, that was a different aspect of it because it is so, it is, and the reason I chose this movie is because there's a few scenes and a few movies that just stick in your head yeah. forever. Yeah. This one in it, I think we talked about it our little pre-thing is the uh, the girl in the ring when she's in the closet. That yes. was another one that stuck yeah. out to me. Uh, you, you mentioned know, the centipede. Yes. A few of these. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Don't say the human <laughs> so, centipede. Please don't yeah, say the, yeah. that film. No. This, this falls in that same category. These type of movies that just stuck stick in your head. And, yeah. But this at least is a good movie around it too. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I've, yeah. Um, and just just to kind of paint the picture, Kurt Russell um, has been captured at this point, and him and one of the other um, guys who went out on this rescue mission, they're they're both um, been captured by these Native Americans, and the Native Americans grab the other guy, not Kurt Russell, that is, and they're about to do some horrible stuff to him. I let you explain what happens after I play the clip. So okay. people can just listen to the clip and you can imagine yeah. what's going on to, and happening to this guy and then we'll fill you in <laughs> afterwards because yeah. it's pretty bad. All right, here we go. Nick, Nick, listen to me. I want you to know that all these savages are going to be massacred. The cavalry's riding right now from Gatesville and they're going to butcher every last one of these godless beings. <laughs> take it <laughs> yeah so basically they're holding this guy <clears throat> by the feet if i remember right and, yeah and splitting him uh kind of splitting him in half upside down mm-hmm. and yeah you're kind of seeing the seed this guy be you know split i've never seen anything like this um i don't think i've ever seen a movie try to split somebody in half this way i've seen people get cut in half horizontally yeah kind of vertically upside down yeah because yeah because because you've forgotten but only because I saw, I watched the whole clip. I just, I just played a little bit of the clip. But before they split him, they scalp him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear, you hear <laughs> yeah. the sound of yeah. his yeah. flesh tearing from his head first. Yeah. So he's screaming because of that. And then they turn him upside down, and they've got these man, these uh, handmade axes, which aren't the most sharpest axes that you can yeah. find. And yeah. they start bashing at his crotch area through his kind of mm-hmm. anus and that's mm-hmm. where they make the set and then they don't really get all the way through they just start pulling and mm-hmm. then all of his intestines just fall out and you're, you're like oh my yeah. god this is really no even even though you know that's not a real person you're like oh yeah. that's just a, just the just the imagery is yeah. so bad it and i think we watched this at the cinema so we couldn't pause it we couldn't pause it and oh, walk away god. from it we, <laughs> we had to stay with it we had to <laughs> oh man it was so bad yeah it was so bad it, it's an interesting connection actually to our previous movie because in uh the black knight when he's about to 
get beheaded when they're about to kill him yeah they're showing uh that they're about to use a dull axe on him oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so it's interesting yeah. that this one also has that scene or it's you know they're not using like the sharpest materials have like one big sword sweep and the guys <laughs> split in half no it's, no it's hacks and it's stuff like this that is just uh oh, it's brutal i what i think what i like about this also this movie also is i think kurt russell has a lot of range uh i think he's a very good actor yeah uh, in this i like if going from like captain ron uh, i don't know if you ever seen captain ron in the 80s ridiculous uh, movie no uh, no where he's yeah he's basically like a ship captain that uh it's similar to Plain Strays of Automobiles on the on a, on a boat okay. uh, with Martin Short. It's a good movie. But he goes from that to uh, like Miracle where he's like a, a coach. Yeah. Uh, very serious to this one where he's, you know, sheriff. Uh, and he's just watching this whole thing happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, he's got to be <laughs> freaking out. Like he's stuck in this scenario oh, watching what, gonna, what they just did to somebody else. Like you got to be thinking that's coming to you next. Well, yeah. And let's spoil it a little bit more because when they're trying to escape the situation they come across a bunch of um, women who have either been kidnapped or they're part of that community and they're all pregnant but the twist is they're all pregnant and they have no limbs yeah they have no arms or legs yeah (laughs) (laughs) can it get any worse and they have like no eyes, right? Don't they have something in their oh, eyes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're blind yeah. and they've got no yeah, limbs. Yeah, they're blind. Yeah, similar. I think there's a somewhat similar scene in that Mad Max remake, right? Wasn't that the girls that were just like um, uh, pregnant and they were milk, like just milking them all the time? I could be completely wrong. It's I only saw the Mad Max remake once. But, yeah, I th- I'm I'm I vaguely remember something like that. I'm not yeah. gonna because I think I need to watch it again. Yeah, but yeah. yeah that, uh, uh, filmmakers in general sometimes they come up with these ideas and you're like, where did where did that oh my god who thought of that yeah it's it just it builds to how brutal this group is yeah uh, because again they don't even they're women to them are just to get pregnant and have more yeah you know soldiers or whatever it is right they're not even real people at this point and yeah it's it's very disturbing to see this the scene like there's back-to-back disturbing scenes yeah as kind of yeah. saying we're prior to this it was just shooting and you know fighting and things like that uh people walking then two two of these scenes are just <laughs> oh, yeah it's very the imagery yeah could have chose that scene just as easily because both those just stick in your head yeah oh yeah i yeah. i will i'm not probably not gonna watch bone tomahawk for maybe another 20 years yeah you're probably good <laughs> Just to get that imagery out of my, and it, 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 even when people say the name of the movie, I, that's the first thing I remember. The guy yeah. being split in half, and yeah. the, and the ladies, the women, the pregnant women, like you can't erase that. Yeah, and that, that's why it works, right? I mean, it's you know, you want to you want a movie that people have to see the movie just to see that if it's something that they're okay seeing, mm-hmm. uh, but something that sticks in people's heads is, is probably a sign of a good movie, but also a sign of a good movie, something you want to rewatch. And because it's so brutal, sometimes you don't want to rewatch. <laughs> <No> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> so, might have backfired a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. Well, unfortunately that's our last movie. That means we got to wrap this up, but I've, I've had a lot of fun reminiscing and talking about, especially the John Candy movies and yeah. the, the mummy as well. I enjoy talking about those. Um, brought yeah. back memories about John Candy. He was very good in that uh, John Hughes era, wasn't he? Pretty much. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think, you know, John Hughes is amazing. And Cool Runnings, I think, was his last movie was it? that he did. Oh, and, okay. And oh, yes. Thought, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. 
and Jamaica was in this year in the Olympics. You know, it's topical right now because they were, uh, okay. they were I think they did another bobsled team yeah. this year. Uh, I think but, they narrowly, uh, they narrowly qualified just yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, but it, I think there was a lot more things that, uh, that he could have done. And, but I do, you know, it's nice that we have the mm. movies that we have because, yeah. you know, he's fantastic. I did also appreciate the fact that um, we were able to agree on Independence Day and how particularly bad it was yeah. now, <laughs> but how particularly yeah. good it was way back yeah. <laughs> way back then yeah yeah no that's uh again but it's it's good that you have the memory that you do and that's why sometimes it's better to leave the past in the past yes and, uh, sometimes Agreed. just you know you don't always have to <laughs> revisit everything because uh, some things are better you know like, yeah. i do have a picture as we're sitting here i yes. know people can't see it that are listening but i do have a picture of jeff goldblum uh right behind me in this little thing was that what uh, what, what picture did you show me before was it? Well, I, so I do actually have also a picture of Brendan Fraser in my room. Okay. I might have showed you that. And then I have this Jeff Goldblum picture right here. Uh, the the other picture I wanted in my place was the, uh, in White Chicks, the picture of Terry Crews, the, the painting oh, that he has. Oh, yeah, yeah, sideways. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, no. It's like a basketball. <laughs> uh, and I wanted that like above our fireplace. And uh, that's when my fiance was like, I think we have enough pictures of men in our <laughs> <laughs> we can't have a shirtless naked terrier oh, the jared you're a problem that, uh, you are a problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen i i i, I want to wish you all the best um good luck and with the upcoming nuptials your wedding day and Thank i hope you. it all goes smoothly i hope yes, you don't get yourself into too much trouble try not to get anyone to do that speech as well i mean i think you should i think you should respect her wishes on on that one seriously I'm not gonna tell anybody to do the speech but i'm not going to tell anybody not to do the speech oh, no. so it's on them i think do you know what i think i'm gonna i'm gonna keep in touch with you i'm gonna text you again in a few months <laughs> and just see how things went down. perfect perfect, perfect. No, no, you know i really appreciate you uh, it's always good it's always good to, to think about movies that uh kind of changed us or you had big memories in our you know in yeah. our past and things like that and hopefully there's a lot more of those in the future you know yeah. hopefully a couple years from now you get different movies and things like that oh, there will be for sure yeah for sure, for sure. all yeah. right sir thanks again um i want to wish you. you a great day yeah I'll, I'll speak to you again very soon. Perfect.